You're listening to Tech Recruit, a podcast that educates talent acquisition and recruitment professionals on innovation to attract talent across all industries. We're glad you're here. Welcome everybody to Dueling Sourcers. My name is Stacy Broadwell. I will be your host for today. And we are very, very excited to have Mr. Greg Hawks and Mikey Wheel joining us for the Dueling Sourcers. And gentlemen, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us, you know what, we, we rarely do introductions lately. So why don't we do that real quick? Greg, tell us about uh, what you do. So I'm a principal sourcing leader at m Bank. I also uh, have a YouTube channel where I talk about all kinds of sourcing stuff, sourcing in real life. Some, some people might've heard of it. Um, you know, and, and especially with what's happened with COVID, it's, it's kind of taken a different direction. I, I have a lot of job seeker tips as well. Um, but I mean, I've, I've been in sourcing for over, for almost 15 years now. I've, I've been recruiting and sourcing for, for a long time. So I've seen a lot of different things, a lot of, a lot of niche type of roles. So I have a, a, a wide inventory of, of, of different places to find people and uh, and I actually have learned quite a bit from Mikey because he he showed me this Reface app that you can basically embed your image on <laughs> on on like uh, celebrities and, and and gifs and things like that. So it's it's amazing what somebody can teach you. So I'll let him <laughs> run through his credentials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get into those. I have it pulled up here. Um, yeah, so I'm Mikey Wheel. Uh, went to college for film and creative writing. Couldn't find a job out of college for a long time, obviously. Uh, found my way into sourcing, and I just love it because I love to help other people find jobs. I've been a job seeker, I've been a sourcer. I know both uh, both sides. Uh, I was furloughed in May from my uh, tech uh, sourcing job and uh, just finally accepted an offer uh, to start next Monday. So gonna be entering the pharmaceutical space for the first time, uh, going back into the R RPO. Um, but my background is kind of everything I've done. Uh, food manufacturing, ag equipment, finance and banking, tech, veterinary medicine. So kind of done uh, a little bit of everything. And uh, yeah, just like to get creative and kind of uh, use things like Reface and other kind of video formats to attract talent. We might and, have to do a demo of, things, of that. Yeah, one of the things that like his, his videos make me laugh. Okay, and I'm a video nerd too. So um, that that's one of the things that that kind of brought us together is that I would I would see some of his posts like you you made a rap video with yep. <laughs> with with some of this so stuff like that is just great you know be creative get your message out there so yeah um, I, uh, I did a lot of things my job search I made uh, movie trailers about my resume I did parodies of infomercials I made a rap song that was the last thing I did which was good because I've run out of ideas. Um, so yeah, you got to get creative. I mean, right now there's so many people out of work, a lot of competition, and I know that my resume isn't bad, but I had to get creative and kind of stand out in one way or another. Um, and yeah, just wound up accepting that role. So if anybody wants to try to use any of the methods that I did, feel free to go for it. Pretty easy to use an iMovie, GarageBand, anything like that. So we'll, we'll look forward to seeing an article from you. Yeah, <laughs> so. definitely putting one together before I start. Okay, so, so and, and I can never remember. Go ahead. I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I I saw some some people giving me hell for saying GIF or GIF. I can never remember how to say <laughs> it, so I have to comment on that. There is definitely some uh, blow up going on in the chat there. 
going back and reading it now. So we'll go ahead and get started uh, with the Dueling Sorcerers show. And gentlemen, what are we going to be sourcing on for today? So I was going to start with science. So let me actually start with just, let me actually share my screen. Oh, which screen should I share? I'm going to share this one because one of the hardest searches that I've ever done was for a pharma, pharma kinetics, pharma kinetics, kinetics type of scientist. Okay. So, um, and this is all about acronyms. It's all about searching through through keywords because if you put in AD, ADME, and this is what I found with some some initial research, it gets you a targeted list of of different specificities, different articles. You'll see um, just with this straight Google search. I mean, I didn't put any other keywords besides AD, ADMME. I've I actually got to got pretty far on on some hackathons just using this type of search um, and but you'll see like this gov website it's a publication site okay take note of that because i'm going to use that in a minute this is where i found a lot of scientists just in general just by looking at specific keywords looking at publication sites because 90 percent of every scientist is probably going to be on linkedin in some form or fashion or you'll be able to find their their contact information so i wanted to start here because it's a simple search um, a lot of people think you have to have a lot of keywords. Well, no, you just have to do some research and, and find the right acronym a lot of times. Um, there's a couple sites that you can use. I've actually used Google Scholar quite a bit when I'm looking for scientists because let me just put an AME, ADMME, and I don't know what all this stuff stands for anymore. But uh, with Google Scholar, what this is, it's kind of like PubMed. It's kind of like um, um, some other publication sites you get a list of different publications pretty easily that you can just click into. And I'm not using any tools here. I'm just using the website. Um, that's not a good example. Oh, no, no, that, that is because look at this. You've got all the names of every team member here that's worked on the article, right? So you can see what the article is about. You can see a wide variety of of what they've worked on gives you a much better picture of who they are. And like I, like I said, I'd literally look these people up on LinkedIn and find more information about them. Some publication sites. Oh, I was in Google Pens. That's why. Let me go to Google Scholar and show you. I thought I had Google Scholar up. So let me do the same thing. No, it looks like they've merged the pens and Google the Scholar together. Um, no, no, this is Google Scholar. So let me see here. It's been a while since I've been on these. So, but it takes you straight to the article, okay? And a lot of times what I found is that emails is directly in this in these articles. You can get a full list of teams that have worked on things. Let me actually try a site search because I want to see if this still works. This is what I like live streaming because sometimes you find out things. Here it is. Here's a Google Scholar. So basically, yeah, I had the URL wrong. 
This is the cutoff point. I used to have this saved. And Mikey, you're probably going to need to use this for your new job, by the way. Yeah, yeah, this is all uh, very new to me. <laughs> okay, so have you used size searches before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I so mean, the, 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 I guess, research and science industry is pretty Okay. This is this is what I was trying to do. Okay, sorry, I'm a little bit rusty with with a, a Google Scholar, but basically what I'm doing here is I'm side searching the URL part of this to look for specifically people that have worked in ADME. I could also add some additional keywords, but I'm just showing this as an example. You get a, a full list of of people that have worked on on things, something very specialized, right? So if I wanted to look for something around manufacturing, uh, 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 pharmaceutical manufacturing, since I used to work in that space as well. There's another example of a couple keywords. So I'm able to find a shorter list of people that specifically worked with GXP or GMP, right? These are definitely people that I want to reach out to. Let me open up the profile. And what I was on earlier was patents. I'll show you that too, because I like patents for a specific reason. So example of a a profile of on google scholar and this is very similar for other publication sites um pubmed researchgate there's some other ones out there as well um you know you get a full a list of the articles that they've worked on you get the names of other people that have worked on the same articles publications um you get where they're this person's in dublin so i did a, a general search but you get the idea you can see how recent their articles are like I, I don't see anything too recent with 2015, 2018, here we go. You have to scroll down a little bit. Um, but you get a much better picture of who they are. Let me just see if I can just straight Google this person. Senior lecturer, Dublin Institute of Technology. Okay. Let me see if I can break the internet. Oh, here we go. It's not a LinkedIn profile. Well, no, here's a LinkedIn profile. But this is the one, yep. And I love the fact that this is a global search because there's a lot of tools that break when you go outside the US. So this is her, I can reach out to her if I want to. Like, like it literally took me a couple seconds, right? I didn't have to use any fancy tools to do this, right? Um, you know, so that's, that's how I would go about looking for scientists or anybody in, in the pharmaceutical field, especially since some of the stuff that you're going to be looking for, Mike's going to be around that realm, right? So that's that's kind of how I, I search and how I get to a, a contact point. Do you have an example of, of what you would do? I would like to hear about veterinarians, to be honest. Sure. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I know that I'm going to be doing a lot of production in this new role. Um, a lot of my background comes from uh, manufacturing. I've done uh, ag equipment and I've done food and dairy. Um, so this will be kind of the same manufacturing. And then I think I'll be doing a little bit of science and some corporate roles uh, and research on top. So that will definitely be a, a big learning curve, but I am very excited for that part. Um, so yeah, I mean, I can kind of talk a little bit about veterinarians, talk a little bit about some science things that I kind of pulled up as well. Um, let me share my screen here real quick. I think that that is correct. 
I'm gonna have to allow it to share my screen. Is that showing up? She's gonna allow. She's gonna allow you. As what? She's gonna allow you to share. Hey, okay. Stacy, you've got to. You've got to. You've got to set the protocol oh. for him to share. I think I've got it. Let me see. If not, I can share mine, and you can tell me where to go. Is that your screen? That should be. He yeah, should that's be my screen. Yes. Do you see the uh, SourceCon group? Yep. Perfect. Okay. Let me just make sure. I have two monitors going, of course. So I'm trying to figure out how to balance the two of them. Um, so yeah, so for me, I think kind of one of the first things to do that I would always talk about and kind of promote is that um, more than anything, there is uh, so much just in the sourcing community that you can kind of get help and kind of get... Um, you know, kind of uh, uh, guidance from. Um, everybody is kind of a mentor. Everybody's a trainer. Everybody can learn something from somebody else. So for me, I think one of my biggest things I'm gonna start when I enter the pharmaceutical industry and kind of uh, study over the next couple of days is I plan on kind of looking at this group um, and and uh, there's the SourceCon group, there's the uh, Talent Sources group, uh, Secret Sourcing group, that one, bars. I mean, I recommend just literally hopping in and just looking at every group with sourcing, TA, recruiting, whatever you want to type in. Join all of those groups because um, not only can you go in there and actually post things and ask questions and say, hey, I'm entering pharmaceuticals. Where do you recommend I look? What are some good uh, sites to scrape? What are some good um, maybe uh, databases that I might have to sign up for or pay a little bit for? But they also have searches in here too. So if you're entering veterinary, if you're entering tech, if you're entering anything like that, you can kind of type into the search bar and it'll pull up on here all of the different things that you can kind of, um, you know, other people kind of asking the same question that you've asked. So people are saying things like, hey, I'm entering veterinary. Do you know anything about that? Let's see, pharma, you can That's type That's a good in. tip, Mikey. I haven't, yeah. I haven't done that. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Super helpful. Like I said, there's so many Facebook groups, you really can't go wrong. So definitely hop in there and just kind of uh, scroll around. I'll tell you one thing I know is, is never go in there blindly and just say, hey, what can Sony teach me about this? Look in the group, make sure that there's something already in there. Uh, and, and if there's not, then kind of bring it up. Or say, hey, I came across a couple answers about veterinary, but I'm dealing with um, you know exotic animals versus just cats and dogs in gener general who can kind of provide me information on that. So request to join all the groups. Um, uh, if you're a job seeker, people are constantly posting in these groups as well. So highly recommend looking at uh, Facebook groups. Once again, here are all the ones that you can look at. That's why, that's how I, I get all the tips on the new technologies too. Just Oh one. yeah, I mean, there's so. so many things in here. Some of them are specific. Some people are just talking about new tools, new things like that, layoffs. Um, Somebody just said tech recruit as a Facebook group, of course, Stacy said that. Uh, I, I was wondering that as I was showing these, I was like, I feel like I should be, uh, should be plugging that as well. <laughs> so yeah, Facebook groups, uh, LinkedIn, LinkedIn groups, I don't think are as popular, of course, but uh, LinkedIn groups you can look at. Um, and yeah, that's one good resource. And then um, of course, uh, I kind of have a little bit of both opened up here. I have scientist searches and I have veterinary searches. Um, if you're a sourcer, you know that it's just, uh, I always tell people sourcing is named after uh, Boolean. Boolean's named after George Boole, he's a mathematician. Sourcing is just changing out variables. So no matter what Greg and I are showing you, whether the word is scientist or something else, just swap out the word for your industry. 
Um, so yeah, I would say right here, you can of course look at uh, Site Scrape on LinkedIn. As I, I haven't started my new job yet, I have no Indeed, LinkedIn, HireTrol, SeekOut accounts. So my training here is gonna be more kind of open web for the most part. Um, big thing that I'm always gonna push too is, uh, is, is looking at first connections. You can never go wrong with first connections. Um, if you get a new role, if you're in a new industry, uh, even if a, a role has never come across your desk and you've never worked on it, definitely hop in here and look at your first connections. You're probably connected to a few of those people. They might not be in the right area. They might be a little too senior or junior, but definitely look at this. For example, I've never sourced for scientists. I imagine it's going to mostly pull up data scientists, which I have sourced for. You know what? Put in, put in animal scientists. Let's look at animal scientists. Okay. So yeah, filters. If you don't have LinkedIn Recruiter, this is a great place to go. They've made it very specific in here too. And so you can click on, you see up there, you can also click on second. Yep, second, second. is a good one too, yep. So second a lot is of people don't even know that you can do that with, with, see, look, you got 20 results, right? Yep, so, so I can connect with anybody here. Um, I've been in LinkedIn jail a few times for overly connecting. Definitely be cautious about it. My biggest piece of advice about that is if I request to connect here, it's gonna tell me I'm in trouble. Uh, even if you're not in trouble, you usually have to say, do you want to send a message? Yes, no, and then you go out of it. On your phone, all you have to do is hit a plus sign above somebody's head and you can request to connect with anybody. So I mean, literally, if you're waiting in line at the grocery store, whatever, just hop on LinkedIn, request to connect with a bunch of people. It's way quicker and faster on your phone than doing it on here. So so do me a favor, copy and paste the two top two lines of somebody. Let's just look them up. Let's just do a, a quick search on Google. You just want to look okay. up these people? Yeah, let's just start. Let's just start there. Let's just see what we find. Okay, we got our LinkedIn profile. There's Rocket Reach. There's Contact yep. Out. Click on that Contact Out thing. Zoom info. So that's a Chrome extension, but a lot of times, uh, a lot of times by going here, I mean, you could probably figure out her email, mm -hmm. um, or you could use a, a, a thing called US Phone Book that Roman, who is on this, had 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 showed me back when we worked at the same organization. So that's a, that's a, uh, so, so go to, go to a site called, uh, well, first of all, you have her name copy, right? Go to usphonebook.com. Okay. Oh. And I'm going to let you drive. Okay. Because he freaking looked me up on this thing and it had my personal cell phone. I'm like, I don't have that listed, man. What are you doing? So search by name. So shout out to Roman for showing me this. Um, put in her first and last. Where was she? Indianapolis, I think. Not sure. Let's say. I always say with a name like this, it's so rare that you're probably going to find it pretty quickly. In fact, there's. Yeah, and so sometimes it pulls information. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, if you are out, hopefully you'll get LinkedIn Recruiter when you when you get your yes. new. <laughs> yes. Um, if not, there's other ways. Um, Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Let's just let's just look and see what we can find because it also has other public records as well. I always say this, if you're trying out a new people search engine, one like this, I can already tell. If you click on it and then it starts to show you like a loading bar, you know it's not gonna be free. That's kind of like the biggest thing. Yeah, I'll yeah, say. yeah. So, so you, know, you know that when it gets to the end of that, it's gonna ask for you to pay for it. Um, 
Yeah, and animal scientists, they're 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 hard to find on LinkedIn. I mean, you can almost look people up on, on Indeed too and have a better time. I had a, 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 a an easier time um, just just reaching out to people on LinkedIn and finding them on Indeed because yeah. a lot of animal scientists, especially hospitals, that's another way place to look. So yeah, kind of two things to go off of that when we were talking about trying to find her email with the name. If you come across somebody named John Smith, never try this. But if you come across a, a kind of unique name such as Mike Wheel, things like that, you're not going to find a lot of searches. So something you can always do is the famous Gmail trick. Earlier, I found a veterinarian on LinkedIn. His name was Nicole Brita, typed in on Gmail. Sometimes a picture will show up, sometimes it won't. But if these things are highlighted and you're able to do these things, then you know that this is some sort of verified email. Once again, if it's a unique name, it's probably a good shot to reach out to them. Otherwise, it uh, could be a little bit of a shot in the dark. Um, and off of that too, this is a really cool trick I developed when I was in the veterinary industry. It can work for scientists, it could really work for anybody. Um, anytime you want to, you can type in something like this, doggydoc at gmail.com. So just kind of guess what people might have for emails. And this is a verified email. So from here, I'm probably not going to, <laughs> I'm not going to blindly reach out and say, I have a DV, I have a, a veterinary role for you right now. They might even work for my company. But you can now take that and reverse search for it online. If the picture shows up with somebody, download it, put it into Google Image and upload it. Um, or just kind of, there's plenty of websites where you can reverse. Even the one we were just on, you can search by username, search by Gmail to find the name. So that's something else you can do. So I mean, scientists as well. I mean, this one's going to be sciencenerd at gmail.com. Who knows if they're still a scientist? but somebody has that email. So now you can look that up. Um, big animal dog. Yeah, that's, that's a nice trick, Mikey. I haven't, I need to go try that when, when I'm on my other computer because I'm behind a firewall on my work computer. Yeah, um, super, super fun and gets you to just kind of uh, uh, reverse search up people by their emails too. That's yeah, that's called reverse engineering. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so I, Aaron Lentz, I think Aaron Lentz mentioned something about bioscience. So let me let me take over and show yeah show sure. some things about Google Pens, which I had had actually started with, unbeknownst okay. to everyone. So let me see, let me see, let me see where's my uh, David Mar said that's them works nicely. Highly agree. That's probably my favorite. That's them. Fast people search for Doris. Those are some of the free ones, but that's them is perfect. Um, and, and I would say this, my dad is very hard to find uh, his contact information. So anytime I come across a new people search engine, I always look up his name. And if they have his phone number or email, I know it's a pretty good source to go off of. So search somebody you know and is kind Intel of- Techniques has, yeah, Intel Techniques has a lot of people finders, but honestly, they can be mixed like the example we just showed you. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but this is a good place to find resources like that is Intel techniques. That's, that's OSINT type stuff, uh, more private investigator type of stuff, but you can check that out because there's a, a ton of resources on here. Um, but like I said, some of them work, some of them don't work. It, you can, you can di get dive pretty deep into the, some of this stuff and get really nerdy about some of this stuff. Um, but I mean, that's a good place to find people finders and other things like that. Google Pens, as far as an alternative place to find scientists, is also really good. Um, especially if you're talking about really nerdy stuff, like let's just go mass spec. They used to work with mass spec too. Bioscience, mass spec. Um, 
again, another global type of, of search. Um, basically, what, what Levy and I used to do is, is pull a list of these patents, see what people worked on them, and then take took them to a hiring manager and, and, and ask, hey, which which of which of these people which of these patents are you are you crazy about, right? So, you know, if you just go into here, I was in here earlier, but I thought it was Google Scholar. Um, again, it's a great place to find the the inventors that worked on it. Okay, this is a a great place to find um, uh, globally a, a lot of different things. Even though most of of the patents with some of the other sites are more focused in the U.S., but Google Patents is something that I mean, I've this one looks to be uh, you know in, in Canada. Okay, so a great example there. Um, the thing I like about this is hopefully they still have it to where you can download the whole CSV so you don't have to scrape anything. You can literally download the, download the list of these patents and then take them to a hiring manager and say which ones are, are within the scope that you're looking for. And you can change some of the parameters. It's loading right now. It probably won't load because I, I've got too many things going on. But you can search by um, the date that was released. Let's see, 2018, 2020. Let's go to 2018, and you get a shorter list, right? You can search by relevance, group, diff different ways you can change. You can go pretty, pretty uh, uh, specific with some of this stuff. Obviously, uh, let's see. Yeah, it's not gonna let me download it, but you can download the whole list uh, if you're not behind a firewall like I am right now. Um, you can, like I said, you can get pretty specific with this stuff. Um, let's see. Just putting in some random keywords. And this, this, these are innovators. These are high level nerdy people that work on this stuff on a daily basis. I would put in, uh, the, the virus stuff, but I want to keep this, I, I want to keep this positive. So I'm not going to put anything about COVID, but yeah, I've, I've looked for, for just really smart people around that. And there's a ton of them in here. You can see the external links here. These are other sites that you can look for patents as well. Um, a global dossier. I haven't checked that one out. So lots of different places that you can find. And again, you can look them up. You can see what they've worked on. You can look these people up on LinkedIn. Uh, and a lot of times you'll be able to find them and make contact with them that way, right? Because honestly, like I said, majority of scientists that I've looked for, I've been able to find on LinkedIn. Um, hey, Mikey, are you are you looking going to be looking for doctors too? I think we had kind of mentioned that prior. Uh, I don't think so. I've, I've started to look at a couple of the roles for their manufacturing plants. I think it's going to be a lot of like production um, quality kind of lab people, maintenance technicians, things like that. Um, but I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to do more of that kind of stuff as well. Okay, so a trick that you can use with doctors, and I've written about this before. Um, hey, look at that's my article. Um, you can you can use a, a, some syntax to find doctors, or you can just literally type in what. Look how technical I am. <laughs> look how look how okay. Yes. What kind of doctor do you need? Right. There's Zocdoc. That's one. Um, Let's look for an ENT doctor. So you've got several sources here. This is based in Houston, apparently. So let's see if we've got uh, a couple of people that 
a list of doctors. Sometimes you can find a directory. Sometimes you can look in a faculty directory. Stick with A&T and see what happens. But the, the problem with doctors is, is that they're hard to, they're hard to really engage because look at this. I've got their phone numbers here. I've got their phone numbers, but it's hard to engage them because they're on the floor. They're helping patients, right? So they're, they're not going to be easily, they're not going to be able to be, be contacted very easily. Um, but what I found is they're pretty easy to find because you can look in directories, you can look at faculty directories, hospital directories, you can do some simple searches like this. You can side search Doximity, if it still works. You can go to places like Impino. I think somebody asked me about Impino the other day. I'm a little bit rusty on Doximity. Let me just look on Impino. Hopefully it won't be blocked. So every every uh, doctor has a NPI number. So, I mean, this is this has been a place that I found people outside of our normal go-to places like Indeed, LinkedIn, things like that. Um, and they literally have. Let's go to pediatrics. I have I've I've had kids that have needed pediatrics. So, but look at this. I mean, I've got their phone numbers. A lot of times you can get their their. Uh, uh, email as well uh, same thing with health grades when you're going to look for a doctor what do you do you look on health grades you look for the best rated doctor you look on rate md what's to say you can't find them here and use that information to to talk to them about a position that you might be hiring for right nobody said you can't do that right so i think i was going to say the cool thing too about verifying people on here like this is if you come across an older linkedin and older indeed or a resume Somebody might not be practicing, they might have been fired, they might have moved to a different career. If you're looking up somebody on a website like this, you can see that they're verified and then you know it's not a waste of reaching out to somebody or finding out that you know they're not in that field anymore. So verifying it this way is, is definitely a good way to go. They have a fax number. <laughs> How creative would it be to fax them something? Mikey, I, I already know you have some ideas around that. So that'd be okay. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's actually pretty easy to fax. I mean, there's apps now to fax things. You don't have to use the big hunk of a machine anymore. Um, Absolutely. I, I, have, I have some tips and tricks too about uh, finding contact information too. Do you want, right, well, do you want me to take? Why don't you take over? I'll stop sharing. Cool. Let's see. Go back to my desktop. Um, so the very first thing that I did at SourceCon, my first SourceCon I ever went to was in Orlando. And uh, we kind of did this open panel. We all went around talking about, hey, what's the different kind of um, uh, uh, methods you've used to find people's contact information? So we all went around a circle. We all did that. It got to me. And, and I think anybody should source for doctors at some point in your career. I know tech is the hot space to be. Sourcing for doctors is great because it teaches you how to get people to respond, how to get people to respond during the day or at night or on weekends if you automate messages. Because these people, they're doing surgery. They're not checking their phone. You gotta find some way to get them to respond in your lunch break, whatever. So for me, I was just doing a lot of open web when I was trying to find people. And uh, uh, I wound up finding somebody's contact, uh, somebody's name on the knot 
you have the knot you have zola different wedding registry websites if you come across a doctor maybe a veterinarian type in their name find their wedding registry find the name of their significant other and then look up their home number some people do still have home numbers this was the way that i did it and when i said that at sourcecon everybody said that it was creepy which i think is kind of what you want to to kind of succeed in that way but that is one way to do it is kind of look for somebody else in their house look for somebody else in their home their if their partner has a way uh rarer name than you do don't look for their like phone number and try to get in touch that way don't email their significant other but try to find like a home number try to find something like that um and then as far as looking up kind of that contact information for for a doctor that you may find uh one thing is connect with them on linkedin when you connect with them on linkedin what you should do uh, uh request to people connect with people because you can send them a free message and also you get access to their email sometimes their phone number um it's not always personal sometimes it's work but uh always go with linkedin send them a connection uh and and get it that way the other kind of interesting thing is, and this is where it gets kind of tough is you look at Nicole Breda veterinarian right so i'm trying to find her um veterinarian I'm trying to find for example her phone number everything that's going to pull up on here is going to be to the hospital hospital phone number hospital email hospital this hospital that so what you want to do is now of course you want to throw her name in quotes that's a good thing uh what you want to do is you want to take out any other thing that might bring up her hospital so we know that the place is called hospital is called animal rescue if i take that out i went from 745,000 results to 9300 Now I'm finding her Instagram, I'm finding her Facebook, I'm finding her Twitter, finding her TikTok account. I'm finding all these different things that take out anything that could bring me to her hospital. So another thing you could do, let's see if I'm doing this correctly, is take out the last 5 of the phone number. So we know that Boston Veterinary Care, which might be different than this, take out 5605 and let's see. And that should bring us everything except or maybe it brings us everything for but basically okay. what you want to so do is got your you've got her facebook and you've got her tiktok have yep. you reached out to people on facebook before i have i have on facebook and I, i just learned google changes all the time facebook changes all the time i just learned the other day that if you use facebook messenger on a desktop if you use their messenger app on a desktop it goes right to somebody's inbox and no longer to that hidden inbox that nobody knows about So, uh, a great yep. way to yep. get through to somebody on Facebook. Um so yeah, that's something you really want to do is is you want to try to do different variations of and not their hospital, not their hospital phone number. If their the end of their email is at doggydoc.com, take that out. Or another thing you can do is this. colbrita and gmail.com or hotmail.com or aol.com, try a variation of that. see if you can find any of her information through that. So this might and, be a different person. And so person. you're you're basically building a, a email permutator with some of the Chrome tools already do that. So yep. I mean but but basically that's a that's a shorthand way to 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 find her info, which is yep. which is good. I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, take so. out her take out her actual contact for the hospital and look for everything else that could be in there. I mean, look her up if she lives in one area code but then works in that other area code put in her first name last name and then the area code for the city that you at least found that she lives in um that's definitely a- another way to kind of do it as well um cool thing I'll, i'll pull up real quick to just get directly to contact info one of the coolest things i've ever seen is go on google images 
select here under advanced settings, advanced search, I believe, go down to color black and white. You can always find her image and reverse search it that way. But if you type in, um, what did I have there before? DVM resume, let's just go back and take another word. DVM resume, or I don't know why it's getting rid of my parentheses on everything. DVM resume or CV, take out samples, samples, job description, anything like that. Now when I pull up somebody on here, DVM pretty much is always going to mean veterinarian. Let's see if I'm correct here. Maybe not on that one. Let's see what else we have. And take a look at the uh, the sites too, because there's SlideShare, that's a resume site. Scrib is a resume site. StudyLibrary.net is not one that I've seen. So those are all other possible opportunities that you can look through resume go. sites as well to find that more people. Looks like that should be a veterinarian right here. So I type in DVM and veterinary, resume or CV, take out samples. And now I have Dr. Patrick Mayers on here. And uh, even though he's in Canada, I have his, two fo his phone number, his fax, and his personal email. So another way to find direct email, uh, resumes for people, download the resume, create a little resume book of printouts or in a folder on your desktop. Um, that's a super awesome way to just find anybody. Once again, like I said, if you wanna take out veterinary and do scientist, you can do that as well and find plenty of people in here getting more specific for what you're looking for. This person, have his email, have his phone number. He's in uh, uh, Massachusetts. So that looks like a sample because it's a five five five. Yep. So yeah. yeah. So that that that's that's the thing is that sometimes you'll get like the second page of a, a resume. So it's it's more of going in and, and digging. But I've I've found a lot of people this way. So um, go back to that that search that you were doing with Gmail. I want to try something real quick. Okay. You're just talking about you're, the. Um... You're you're looking for the one person. Put in. Is there a, a specific certification that these folks have? Um, take out, take out her in the in the end word, and then put okay. in the certification. DVM, doctor. So put in DV, Just take take her name completely out. Okay. I want to see something. I want to see if we can pull a list of people. So nice. Um, check that one out. That looks like we've got a couple of emails there. Not this one here. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great, and that's a uh, one one board of veterinary medicine in uh, in New Mexico. And wow, with that, we have, let me scroll real quick, probably like 15 people. Yeah, so if you're looking for experts, that especially for relief veterinarians, it, I mean, this is how I find a lot of list of people, a lot of conferences, a lot of attendee lists of speakers, is through, you You said it yourself, bullying is, is changing the formula a little bit. That slight variation <laughs> can lead you to a list of people, right? Of anything, so, yeah. I think that's I think that's a great example because I, I we literally changed a couple of things. We were able to find people with direct phone numbers and emails. Yeah, this is and awesome. We we didn't have to use a tool. Look, there's more there. There's there's uh, I don't even know what those words are. So but <laughs> it, I'm sure. So um, it, and and so this is how I found this is kind of how I found a, a psychometric uh, uh, licensing board as well. So um, yeah, I mean that's it's. And, and you've got a couple of lists here, right? So yeah, something else. This is a big thing to point out here when you're searching veterinarians. I recently had somebody who asked me about finding uh, medical assistants and nurses. This is like the biggest thing you can use. So uh, even though you typed it in this way, I'm very surprised that this hospital lists 
uh, direct personal contact information that is pretty rare. Take a look at it. It might be a small hospital. More what I would say. That is, yeah, that is quite surprising. I love it. (laughs) It's a personal website. No, look at that. That's two doc. That's, uh, yeah, that's two DVMs that you can now uh, directly email. Um, And I'm a person too who believes in why not reach out to everybody at one hospital or one company, especially if they're going through layoffs. But a, a good thing to note here too is the meet our veterinarians. I think I have something up for that. If you're looking for veterinarians in say Boston, um, outside of Boston, this is the cool thing to type in. So veterinarian or veterinary, um, and then type in staff for meet our staff, meet our team, who we are. Um, and then it's so stereotypical, but every doctor website always has a, a family picture, dentists, veterinarians, Whoever runs the practice has a picture of them with their family in front of their house in the white picket fence, and they have a dog, and it says, in their free time, they like to spend time um, with with their family and their dog buddy, or whatever. So you're always gonna see that. So what I did was just typed in veterinarian, one of these words in Boston, and what I come up with here is meet our staff, Boston, Boston Animal Hospital, that probably has something, Jake the Vet Home, that's probably a one-person clinic, but with that, meet the surgery team. So they're a board certified veterinary surgeon. Now this is MSPCA, this is not gonna be to one direct hospital, but now I can look up her information. Um, And it's just, I mean, you can do this with, when I I worked in ag equipment manufacturing, I would have to find um, people who did sales of ag equipment. So I would find people on there that sold other tractors, John Deere, Caterpillar. Those people are on the road all the time. So on their Meet Our Staff page, there is always a personal cell phone number and a personal email because they're always on the road. And um, the other thing is you can add things like about us, about meet the yeah. team, yep. um, you about can add is a registry one. or directory. I mean, you use different variations because it can lead you to different lists. Conferences, conferences are huge right now. And that's yep. something that I really wanted to talk about because there are so many conferences right now uh, especially in, in technology and even outside of technology that they're going they're going the virtual conferences are going free you can you can register for free and attend these things and use them to network so yeah it's, you want to do you want to show a few of those uh well i typically they have to be going on live but i can show you one that i'm i was signed up for um let me see we we had we were we were trying to infiltrate last week let me see where's my screen um Oh, which screen am I sharing? Can you share? I, you need to stop sharing, I think. I think I did. Let me see. Okay. Let me know when you can see my screen. Oh, yeah. There we go. Cool. You can see you can see the, the one with the NPI. Nathaniel? Yep. Yeah. What, what was I looking for the other day? I actually find a lot of these on Facebook, to be honest, because Facebook pulls a lot of my 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 likes, and I've been I've been finding a, a lot of people uh, through through that. Like I, I remember, okay, so Blackest Tech is one, the one that we were at last week. Okay, so this is a vir- it's gone virtual. It, this was free to to sign up for. It was last week. Um, it's over now, but just in general with conferences with every, any conference and, and anybody who's who's been following TechRecruit knows there's a list of speakers right there's an agenda right um a, a lot of these folks you can literally click into a lot of these profiles a lot of times and 
and find more contact information about it. Uh, let me see. Women in Tech is another one that I've, I've been using. And of course, I, I have to go back to my day to day. Women in Tech Conference. Um, let's see. Events. Not job fairs. Let's look for speakers. Here we go. Women in tech speakers. Okay. And again, I'm not using any kind of fancy tools or anything like that. I'm literally just looking up straight Google searches, right? And look, we've got a whole list of, of women speakers that are experts in their field. So it's like a smaller conference, but this is just an example. Oh no, there's, you can look at this. Look, you can scroll. Let me just click into one of these. What happens when you click into one of these? Okay. So, Okay, awesome example because look, obviously she's a CEO founder. Not everybody's going to be a CEO co-founder of stuff, but uh, and it's in Estonia too. So this was a, just a, a general example, but I have a, access to her LinkedIn profile. I have access to her Twitter profile. And what is this? This is her, her personal website. You know why I always get a side about personal websites? Because I know I'm going to get their contact information. Okay, mm -hmm. let me see if this is blocked. Yeah, it's, it's either old or, or, or blocked, but LinkedIn profile. Let me see LinkedIn profile. Yep, that's her, right? Right? I don't I don't have to dig very far, right? But so there's a whole list of people. And a lot of times these speakers, these conferences have have profiles embedded into into their profile pages. So can you go back to her LinkedIn? Yeah, I can go back to her LinkedIn. Point out too that if you look at her URL, that should be her exact Gmail right there. When there are a bunch of numbers and random stuff in there, if you copy and paste that into Gmail, that should be her first name dot last name at gmail.com. I would guess. But that's a good way to kind of- Let's see what she's on socially, because I, like I just like to use this tool. Let's see what other site she's on. Now this is, this is just more of a gimmick, but they'll tell you what, <laughs> what to use this her username on a lot of times. <laughs> so. Wow. I don't think it's completely accurate. It just like it just fills in. So it was it was inaccurate for me too because there's a lot of stuff that it said I was on. But it, you know, if you if you don't if you have a common a kind of common name like I do, um, it, it'll say you're on a lot of other stuff. So, but this name check it's it's what I use as my background because when people say I can't find anybody anywhere, here's a great example of all the places you can find people. Okay. Um, but no, I mean, my, my point was, is that you can look for these conference lists. You, even if you can't attend a conference, you can find a list of speakers. You can, a lot of times you can find a list of attendees. And I've shown this, Levy and I have shown this a couple of times. Um, let's see. So Skedge is, is something that you can side search. Hopin hop, hop is something that I'm, I'm working to scrape right now because a lot of conferences are using that. Um, here looks attendees. Oh, I can't, I can't get there because I'm behind a firewall. Let me send you this. Okay. Let me send you this in the chat, wherever the chat is. And you're going to look it up for me, Mikey. Okay. okay. Because I'm behind a firewall. I can't do my homework. <laughs> Let's see. All right, let me take over the screen. 
that good? Yeah, now go to attendees. Okay. Okay, see you tomorrow. Good luck. No, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wow, this is a prime example. Five pages. Five pages of people. I, okay, and I've scraped this before. Okay, now go look at the speakers too. They they have they have quite a few uh, people that that leave a lot of information. But go to the speakers because the speakers you'll go up to the top. Go up to the top of the page and go to speakers, and then you should have more information on the speakers. Okay. And like, I mean, I think I've built into this a way you can click in and get more information. So if you just want to look at, at a profile and see what's in there, a lot of times this can lead you to other, or other folks. Look, he has a direct website, <laughs> Twitter profile and direct website. Codasaurus, that's good. That's funny. So my two cats. And that's, that's another thing too that I would say is off of this you now have that he likes to play guitar he likes shooting targets drinking dark beer uh has cats use that somewhere in your outreach do something you can be as creepy as you want to you, you can use a reface from the movie cats of you and send it to them to uh to see if they're interested in a role yeah yeah and see if i if i see somebody like has a cat on their on their profile i'll mention that i'm like i like your cat profile picture <laughs> you know yeah. like use it and people appreciate that. Kill all mutants. Okay, you might want to. You might want to mention something about uh, <laughs> uh, X Men or something. I don't know. This. Maybe, this. I remember working in tech too. I mean, he now mainly works in Ruby and Python. So make sure you are reaching out to him for a role that is Ruby and or Python. Don't reach out about something that is like somewhere else in his resume. He's trying to say that this is kind of what he's passionate about, and this is what he works on these days. Um, I'm doing a similar search for doctors. I just want to see if there's anything out there on doctors. Sure. For conferences? Not, not, it's it's a Sketch. So Sketch has um, a, a lot of... It, they used to do a lot of conferences. Um, so I, let me just send you the stream. Yeah, there's a lot of veterinary conferences out there. There's. Okay, well, what I want you to do is I want you to, to try to change my words around. Change the formula around. I get that chat open. Change that doctors to vet veterinarians. I don't want to see. I want to see if we can find you some veterinarians. Okay. Let's find you some good dog people. Let's do DVM or AVMA. AVMA is the medical board. Let's okay, try we've that got out. a speaker list. Isn't this great? Isn't this great? Go back. Let's go back to DVM. Here we go. Live Further shot. confusion 2017. That sounds like my kind of conference. <laughs> That's how I spent my whole 2020. Holistic veterinary attendees, speakers. Yeah, this is this is great. And uh, so, when you get to the attendees, you, they don't get a lot. Give you a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Let's go more for speakers. <laughs> These might be fur. This might be a furry conference. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm starting to think there's DVM, but uh, there's see. probably a few there. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um wow yeah there's a, that's a bunch. hilarious let's see there's a dvm here dvm here hoof yeah hoof let's go to the hoof hills let's go to hoof hills let's just... there's a lot <laughs> of weirdos out there <laughs> right okay so from here you found a profile but what what have you also found you found a speaker list and she's a mm -hmm. phd so 
This, uh, yeah, this, somebody recently reached out to me on LinkedIn. They said, I saw on your LinkedIn, one of your bullet points of your skills is peel back methodology. They said, what's peel back methodology? I mean, I saw, I started using this years ago. I'm guessing that's still the phrasing, but basically we pulled up on Sarah Wagner. If you just take Sarah Wagner off of your URL there, it's now going to bring you back to the schedule, the speakers and everybody who's there. So that's I'm a great a, way. I, I'm such a simpler person. I'm so lazy. I just speak, click on the speaker <laughs> list. I don't yeah, even no, that, do that. I'm just like, I just click on the speaker list. That works as go. well. Um, Wait, it looks like a much better conference than the last one. <laughs> a little more professional. <laughs> so I expect I expect a reface meme on that, okay? <laughs> There's a, God, I feel like we, I should have had a couple of refaces uh, pulled up for here. Um, try and think of, uh, I don't really have anything related as much to conferences, but I do want to show this real quick on here. Um, one of the biggest things is I, I am still an Indeed and LinkedIn fan, and I'll point that out. Indeed is, is great for one thing or another. Um, if you don't have an account, just look up somebody on here, take that information, and then backtrace it onto LinkedIn, find that person, connect with them on LinkedIn, and you know that they recently updated their resume. So they're a great person. Copy and paste, yep, yeah. copy and paste. They're a great person. Yep. To, and then you can say, hey, I'm not paying for Indeed, but I still know who is is uh, is you know looking, uh, so, looking for something so new. A couple things, the ready to work now, you see that ready to work now availability? Yep. That's a good place to spot people that have entered the job market that are looking, especially around COVID. So um, they're, they're gonna be more likely to move. And the other thing is if you go down a little bit more, they actually have a military filter that not many people know about. Yep. If you go scroll down, uh, you might need to you might need to open up the search or might not have anybody in the search. Yeah, it might not be an option. Most so, recent too. Make sure you go most recent over relevant. Well, it depends on what you're looking for. Yeah, looking but military, for military, you can, uh, what you can do in military is, is send three messages, which is great. Yeah. And uh, so, toss um, it back to, to Stacy here. Yeah, do we have any questions? Because we went through a lot of stuff. We found, we found a few furry conferences. <laughs> That's got to be new right there. Uh, yeah, reface, download reface on your we phone. You gotta, you gotta drop the link, man. You gotta drop the link. Let's see. This is for Google Play. But sure, I'll so, send that one. Out. So, so I, I had a question for you guys on how you organize all this data that you find and you scrape. Because sometimes it's just like little pieces here and like just like the copying and pasting and then opening up can be very like cumbersome is there a, a way that you do you put it in a google doc and is it like per job or is it just like do you have a master list do you put it per like like how do you organize all this so google sheets I, I run my whole life out of google sheets i've worked at companies with no real crm or ats in place so i've run everything out of google sheets it's the same exact thing as excel and it's nice because once you do get a new CRM or a CRM in place, you can uh, export it to a CSV and then import it into your, your system from there. So Google Sheets are great. When I was in veterinary, it was DVM specifics, small animal that we looked for. So we separated it more by region or state or recruiter by different tabs and different sheets. But Google Sheets are great. If you know how to use Excel, you know how to use Google Sheets. Um, a lot of concatenating and compiling everything when you're done with it. Um, but that is a great way to do it. And you can control F, filter, you can put together pie charts of how many people you have from each area. You can color coordinate things um, and filter. So that's how, that's how I run everything. 
Can you see my screen? Because I use bookmarks. I have a lot of bookmarks. Fair. I have a lot of bookmarks. So every size search that you can <laughs> you, you pull out, you can pretty much save. Like this is something I did years ago. And you can save it. So Google can be a very powerful tool. You can you can size search anything and save it. And of course it's gonna break now. This is my recipes for data miner. I have a I have a ton of resources. So but to make sense of all this, what I use is a start me page and Dean DeCosta uses one, Brett Brett Feig uses one. Um for, for some of the COVID resources that are out there. Because as you can see, I've been doing this for several years. I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of stuff. Okay, so it's it's hard to, to, to make sense of all of it. So I just save it and put it into a folder a lot of times. Like IT repositories, I like 75 different IT repositories that I've used in the past. Okay, so some of them are viable, some of them aren't, but I just keep them here. Um, you know, and like that's a site search that I was using. I mean, still works today, and I used it like years ago. So that download way I don't... one, download one tab. That's a big thing I'd say. If you are not bookmarking or don't have the chance to bookmark at the end of the day, and you want to use the same tabs tomorrow, use one tab, and then come back in tomorrow, reopen all the tabs, and and go from there. Um, I think I had that, and then uh, since I'm, I work for a bank, there's certain things I can and can't have. That's one of the things that I couldn't have, strangely enough. But it's on my yeah. my personal computer. Oh, it's great. And yeah, there's there's a lot of extensions that I have hidden. Um, like for instance, DataMiner, I can only use DataMiner on my work computer. I have DataMiner Pro on my my personal laptop. That's where I do a lot of crawling and, and building of those things. So lots of different stuff. Really cool. Um, okay, I totally had a follow-up question for the, oh. Um, okay, so you organize it all in your, um, in the, in the um, that could be like very like, um, you know, I feel like I've, I've also like when I've jumped into different projects, I have saved, the, I've bookmarked it and it's just like, I'll come, I'll see something from a year ago and I'm like, wow, that's a very interesting article. Why did I save that? Um, so, oh, this is my follow-up question to that. I've, I've had like, I've had Dean DeCosta and Steve Levy on the show before and they talked about how they had a search running and then, um, and I don't know if they just left it open and they would rerun it. Do you ever run a sort of macro where it just automates into, or um, have you ever used a Zapier where you can like automate it into a Google sheet and then, mm -hmm. or into something else? I don't know if you've ever um, combined those. Yes. Two. And the disadvantage of Zapier is it, it you can't scrape retrospective data. So you can build, you can build a Zapier, for example. I've done yes. this before. I, I was able yeah. to pull three different meetup groups for new joiners into a, a Google Sheet whenever they join. But what I really needed was the retrospective data. I needed the thousands of members that was in the meetup or whatever it was. And so that's why I, I turned to data miner and scrapers because most of what we're looking for is past tense. Um, it's 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 good to have both, but also there there was a, a price tag on, on Zapier. I think at the time, I think I could only run five jobs, uh, and had and I had run out. So I have done stuff like that, and there are more automation based tools coming out, and and especially like things like like Data Miner Pro and some of the other automation type of tools. It's it's really exciting because it's it's getting into more of the crawling type of space, um, but you have to be careful about some of that stuff because you can get you can get knocked out of LinkedIn. I've been in AngelList jail. I've been in Gmail. I mean, uh, Google <laughs> jail. Um, I get kicked out a lot. And I, I've even been. I've even had to change my Twitter password because I was doing too much automation on that. So you I, have to be careful. I've <laughs> used the the, the auto scroll. I forget the name, but basically you click on it 
it auto scrolls to the bottom of the page, exports all your results. I've used that before. Um, I think it's I think it's a scroll down a scroll down page or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I use I use multi multiple URL opener a lot because it just opens up all the URLs all at one time. You don't, so you don't have to click them all one at a time. Yeah. So I think you always just kind of get into this situation where you run all these great and like keep them in your um, you know you bookmark it and then but just to when new people are added or found within that search, you know, I, you know, you've, you've scraped them, you've saved them in your, but then if new, if new ones come up in that search, then they can automatically just go into your G drive, your Google sheet or what have you. And like, you know, I, I wonder if you could use a Zapier for like a, a website. I don't know that you could. I'm just wondering if there is a, like a way. You like might be able to because Zapier and Phantom Buster and, and if, than than that they're all they're all automation based and they've gotten better I'd, I'd have to take a look and, and see if there's something that we could yeah. do regarding that but the problem with using automation tools is there's a lot of configuration involved so mm -hmm. like like for instance when i'm scraping i used to use a tool called web scraper well it, would, it took so much time to get it set up um that you, i literally don't have 30 to 45 minutes to mess with it and a lot of times it wouldn't the information I wanted it to. So you have to think about the ROI. Am I going to call candidates and try to get them jobs? <laughs> or am I going to tinker with this stuff and, and lose time? So you, you have to know the balance. You know, I think this this show, and in particular, this one was fantastic. Mikey and Greg, thank you so much for all these thank tools you. that you've shown. I mean, you just see everybody who's commenting in the in the in the uh, chat there and I think you know there's a lot of hiring managers or sourcing managers um, or you know in uh, talent acquisition leaders who will say you know we really want to train um, our sourcers on technology and get past the booleans and stuff and there's that this question of you know yeah it's it's good to know your booleans but are we really still using the boolean search or are we able to really rely on tools because they can do it for us it's a little bit of both to be honest, yeah. You should be using all aspects. Yes. <laughs> start specific and then widen. That's what I kind of do. I start yeah. specific and then open it up from there. Awesome. I'm just well, the opposite. I, I go as simple as possible, then I get really <laughs> So. Fair. Thank you so much for being on the show today. For all of you Thank who are you joining us, we'll see you guys next week. Same time, Tuesday, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard. If you want to find out about other or other shows or anything else that we have going on or just see the agenda of our next uh, guests, you can do that at techrecruit.io. And we'll see everybody next time. Have a great week.